My name is Nathan Gold. I hail from the San Francisco Bay Area and travel around the world coaching thousands of people for high-stakes speaking opportunities, especially when you can't afford to miss. Welcome to the Pitch Elevator, where people summarize their life's work in 60 seconds or less. Sometimes you really do only get one chance to make a first impression. In today's show, we're doing something a bit different as we bring back one of our pitchers. In today's episode, we had a chance to sit down again with Denise from Backer, a sports marketing company, and get an update on how her pitch and her company has changed. If you haven't yet heard her episode, please go back and listen now. Three months ago, Denise pitched an app that lets you support your favorite female athlete. A lot has happened in three months, and it's time to check in and see what's changed since we last met. Let the pitch elevator begin. So, Denise, I've heard some exciting things that you've launched your application since we last talked. Could you please give me an update? I'm so excited to hear. Yeah, I'd love to tell you all how our launch went. And I think there's some poetry in telling the truth here. Um, We had a a bit of a disaster on launch. I mean, nothing crazy, nothing that will kill us. But, you know, I'd love to tell that story a little bit. Please do. I mean, this is this is part of the journey of any startup is it's not all good and not all success. So please, I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> yep. So we had an opportunity to be on a podcast right in our target market. So a women's football international podcast. And the catch was if we were on the podcast, it was going to come out in a week. And we had planned our launch for three weeks from then. And so suddenly, you know, we had for months and months engineered this app, but we only had one week to tie up all these loose ends and write some tests, manually test our site. And we're not using Shopify or WordPress, something out of the box. This is something we've built from scratch. And we did a great job on the user side, the people who would back these athletes. That was, that was solid. Uh, but the athlete sign-up wasn't something we tested enough. Um, It was one long form instead of a bunch of smaller chunks. And in that one week, we were like, okay, we could make this better. But we just didn't budget the time in that week. We we were doing other things. And so it it was that Friday, and we sent out our email to all these athletes. And, I mean, the good news is we had great engagement, like incredible open rates and people wanting to check us out. Um, And we had a number of athletes that we really wanted for the platform who attempted to sign up. But we had a couple bugs. Our payments platform was in test mode. And so (laughs) that affected athlete sign up. And more importantly, you know, these, you know, our company is called Backer. And we asked these athletes to write, you know, a little bit about their story, like how they got to where they are and why they, you know, the financial realities of the sport are so harsh on them and, you know, why they would need backers. And that part of the sign-up process wasn't being saved. Oh, no. (laughs) That was terrible. I mean, we figured it out, and, you know, we were absolutely crushed. I mean, I, you know, I wanted to puke in my shoe. And, you know, after all this hard work, you know, suddenly we had to switch and go into brand repair mode and apology mode. And that was, you know, something we we didn't prepare for. So the reality was, instead of having 20 athletes on our site, 
we have one. And she's great. Her name is Brooke Hendricks. She worked at Subway, the sandwich shop, and the vegetable packing plant. So she could, like, make enough money to get to the top level in England. And, And that's where she is. She's an American. She plays for West Ham. And we will find her backers. And we spent the last week making the user experience better for athlete on board. You know, it is, it is beautiful. It is perfect. But that first impression is, uh, you know, kind of lost a little bit. All these athletes that we really wanted to, you know, it, it just didn't work. Now, do you still have all those people's names that try to put that story in, don't you? We do. Oh, okay. okay. We do. Um, right. You know, it's, it's a matter of putting our tail between our legs yes, and just saying, you know, that, that information didn't get saved. And it, you know, the problem wasn't the information. It was, it was, we put too many steps yeah. into one spot, mm-hmm. too many of our engineering, you know, save this, do that, do that all in one form. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, small steps is the way to go with any user experience. Well, maybe that's the silver lining here in terms of instead of having all of those people sign up and perhaps discover something else that wasn't quite set properly and cause even more brand damage, maybe it's serendipity in a way. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only poetry I can say about this is that then we have to connect with these athletes on a real level mm-hmm. and say, hey, we are real people. We, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to push for you, but, you know, we're not, um, you know, this, this happens and this happens with a lot of big companies and, and small companies, uh, you know, things don't go perfect on launch when you, especially when you're, you're, you're pressed for time and you're pushing forward and you have to make choices as to like, Oh, this is great. Um, but you know, the, the, the athlete signup was something we could have done better. And we knew it. Oh, it was so hard. You know, when we started this project, we were like, you know, athlete sign up has to be fluid, has to be great. And it's just one of those things when you to really maintain your vision around what you need is just to keep that vision close. Mm -hmm. And we managed to, you know, uh, (laughs) uh, muck it up a bit. In a way, though, that gives you a perfect excuse to call all those people directly and do just what you said, which is to get close to them, make them know that you're real people. You can apologize. You can fill out their profile for them, uh, do whatever you can to make it up to them, and then they'll probably love you even more because then it's not just a website that they just signed up on. It's a person actually called me. They apologized for things that didn't work so well, and that's the nature of things anyway. And if you are willing to be transparent about the failure – People will often come back in droves. They won't run away just because you failed. I mean, especially when the value that you want to provide to them is quite high. I agree. I mean, I don't have the phone numbers for these athletes. I mostly have the emails. But we can, I think you're right. I think there's this sincerity and opportunity of connecting again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with some athletes, that'll work. Uh, with other athletes, it might not. They might be, well, you know, I just wasted a bunch of time here. But with some athletes, I think I think we just go, this is who we are. In fact, the, the athletes that kind of mucked up on this process, mm-hmm. we're going to send out our newsletter. And that's like who we are as a company, who, like, it's a little bit, um, it's, it's for the people close to the project. So they understand, like, these are two people who are 
in startup mode trying to disrupt an industry, and you have to start somewhere. So what would you say is the number one takeaway or lesson learned from this disastrous experience (laughs) that has not really killed you or turned your company upside down where you have to go hide from the world? What would you say is the number one thing you could pass on to the listeners when it comes to launching a product or a service? I think I'm still absorbing it um, (laughs) to answer your question as to what that is. And I think I touched on it. You have your vision of what matters. There's a thousand different things that matters in any product. But make sure that that top one or two things that matter are flawless and tested. And you, you know, you get all your friends to test it. You get all, you know, you write manual tests. You don't send something out into the world that doesn't, hasn't had, you know, a tread mark or two on it. And you'd be surprised these companies who have these massive products that don't have a test suite or haven't budgeted enough time. And, you know, it would have been better to, like me, go back to the person who, you know, had this podcast and said, hey, could you just give us another week? Um, I think that would have been the easiest solution is to kind of stand up for my own brand and say, hey, you need us too on your podcast. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to tell you about an innovative thing going on in women's sports. So it's it's a combination of things. I haven't settled on the one thing yet. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. I love your treadmarks uh, analogy there. That's really good. Everybody listening should keep that in mind. Oh, last question for you is how has your pitch evolved since we met last? What's changed, if anything? Well, I try to be a bit more fresh with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I when I went on your podcast the first time, obviously it was very wooden. I was pretty scared. But just to be more fearless in the moment and try and be a little bit more zen about what I'm talking about. That's beautiful. I don't think I could have said it any better. It sounds like you're speaking from the heart instead of the mind. And when you do that, you know you're being authentic with the audience. And hopefully they really feel what you feel for what you're doing. Yes. Well, Denise, thank you so much for the update. It's been a pleasure to chat with you again. And I sure look forward to hearing about your future success as well when you have more than that one, perhaps over 100 one day or more. Yes, let's hope. Thanks, everyone, on the Pitch Elevator. You guys are great. Thank you. You've been listening to the Pitch Elevator, and I thank you, our listeners, for giving us part of your day. This episode was recorded and edited at Women's Audio Mission in downtown San Francisco by Veronica Simonetti, along with Danny Chaparro and Jessica Mao, our assistant engineers. Our producer is Ethan Mayers. Larry Wong and Bradley King are associate producers. Mitchell Tong is our associate director of photography, and Phil Olarte is our webmaster. Check out our website at pitchelevatorshow.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Until next time, and as always, I'm Nathan Gold.